Today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's is out there trying to give you the cleanest, best shave of your life. We'll talk about that later. And also, Hawthorne, get smelling good. There's no excuse not to smell your best, even if you're stuck inside. We'll talk about that too. Now let's jump into this podcast. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 live! In four hour recording studio audience. Recording! Wake your ass up! It's the next Friend in the morning! Hello there, everybody! It's time for the next episode of Ghosts and Friend Dogs in the morning! I wonder how fast I can do that. Uh, let's see. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Couch Credit Out of Mountain. See, the problem is you tried to make your words actually sound like words. Don't try. Just go, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Couch Credit Good Couch Credit Morning. See, you still tried to get Cox and Crendor in there. It, uh, right. it doesn't matter. All right. Wait. Okay. Say it. Say it one more time. Like when I hear that, no, I just think of your Fan Friday thing. Well, it's all the same, really. <laughs> that's true. You just swap things up. Yeah, that's how I express excitement is through just a slur of words. And gradually increasing your volume until it peaks and then falls off a cliff. Everybody, everybody, Perfect. Perfect. Now that's how you start a show. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Oh my god. Um. Fine. I'm doing great. I <laughs> like. Uh, I was like, oh my god. I'm doing fine. Uh. I got to this week watch a guy get in a fight in a Chick Fil A drive-through. That was interesting. Oh. I I was just in the drive-through. So I was like, man, I want a chicken sandwich. I like had a vibe. I want a chicken sandwich. It's close to my house. And I was like, I'm going to go get one. Right. So there I am waiting. And I, so apparently, I don't know what kind of building it is. I'll have to look at We might have to do research on this. All right. But behind the Chick-fil-A is this giant painted all black building. And I see... On a regular basis, a lot of very attractive women come out of there. Mm. And I assume it's like a modeling agency. Maybe. Right. Anyway. <laughs> coming out of that same building was this guy who kind of looked like um, every Italian stereotype. Like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like right. that guy. <laughs> Looked just like a dude who you'd see on uh, somewhere in Jersey. Right. And uh, he came walking out of there. And I guess there's a big encampment of homeless people back there. And so this dude was like, you're going to have to get out of here every day. I come back here and I see you guys. And they're camping here. And they're like, we're just fixing bikes, man. We're just fixing bikes. And he's like, I don't care. Take your bike, fix it elsewhere. There's a whole street here. You can go down there. They're like, we got kicked out of that area, man. He's like, ah, you, know you, do? you can't be in front of here. Important people come here. Important people come here. And they're like, well, we can't move. We're all set up right now. We'll move tomorrow. And he's like, no, today's a big day. You gotta go. You gotta go. And I'm just like, where the hell is that noise coming from? 
So I rolled down my window so I could listen to this whole thing because I could hear them yelling. And uh, meanwhile, everyone else in the line at this Chick-fil-A has done the exact same thing. Everyone's like looking. People are pulling out their phones. This guy's like overly exaggerated. Every <laughs> right. time he talks, his hands are all over the place. And uh, But at the same time, he's wearing a very tight white shirt that um, is rolling up on him as he gets more and more aggressive. Right, like he's not, he's not fat, but he's kind of like that Alex Jones, kind of like fat guy who, like, kind of has like a like a muscle thing going on, right. but not really. You know that? You know that yeah, thing? Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And uh, so he's like, every time he talks, the sleeves roll up on his on his arms, and his like shirts rolling up on his belly a little bit, and he's like getting more and more exaggerated. He's like, you gotta go. You gotta go. I'm gonna call the police on you. You gotta get out of here. And the guy's like, "We have the right to be here, man. This is public property." He's like, "No, it's not. No, this is not the public property. Get out of here." And he starts taking pebbles and like chucking them at these these dudes. <laughs> and the guys are like, "Stop it, dude! Stop it!" So finally, some guy. So the way they have it set up is, it's a. Uh, I see this thing all the time. They're all over this area. Uh, it is a, not like a full on RV, but like, you know, the, the truck that has like the camper thing. In the, uh, anyway, yeah. on the side of it are two rabbits banging spray painted <laughs> on the side are two rabbits having sex. Of course. And, uh, trust me, if you're ever in the area, you will see it one day and you'll be like, Oh my God. So there's two <laughs> rabbits having sex. And then out the back, they have like a tarp hanging over two poles. And under the poles, there's these two dudes who like repair bikes. And I don't know if they do it for the homeless community in general or they just do it for anyone who needs a bike repaired. But they repair bikes. They're like bike repairers. And in the era, area, there are many, many people who ride bikes. That's the whole point of the area where I live. Like it's a lot of tourist traffic. And so people come down on their bikes and I guess these guys repair bikes. Needless to say, this dude was not having it. He was like, I don't care. Get out of here. So anyway, the door opens to the camper and this... Equally big, equally brutish looking gentleman comes out and he's like, you talking to my friends that way? And the guy's like, what do you try? What do you have to say about this? What do you have to say about this? And the guy's like, don't talk to my friends that way. And it was right then that I hear a knock on my window and I turn and the woman's like, sir, can I take your order? And I was like, no. Oh, come on, lady. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, can I have a chicken sandwich? Uh, I don't need any sauce. Thanks. And then I like <laughs> drove around and I have no idea how what happened. I couldn't tell you Dang. how it ended. But I know that that for a brief moment, two dudes of equal size and ferocity were about to go at it. And I don't know how it ended. <laughs> I would we'll like to know. think, I would like to think that they threw down and it was like a Godzilla let them fight moment. But. I don't know. I have no idea. I imagine that nothing actually happened, but... Yeah, it probably became nothing, but it could have been something. It could have. It's like the Schrodinger cat of, of epic fights. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> it, it, a fight both did and didn't happen. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that weird since it's L.A. <laughs> that's but true. Well, I'm so weird. curious about what that place is, though, because I pass it all the time, and every time I, I drive by, like... Not, you know how there's like, wow, she's beautiful. But then there's like, oh my God, 
did you Photoshop reality? That's what's happening there. <laughs> the, the women coming out of there are like stunning. And I can't figure it out. I don't know what it is because there's no signs on the building. I don't know what it is. And I, I want to know very badly. But I'm not like that invested in it. So I always, every time I drive by, I, I give it a look. But other than that, I don't, I'm not like, well, I've got to stake the place out. <laughs> like, I'm not that obsessed, but I'm getting there. <laughs> huh. Well, uh, I did not have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but what I did do is I saw David Lynch coffee and I got some. I was about to say, did you buy, well, you bought some before though, right? No. Was it I me who got David Lynch coffee? Someone got David Lynch coffee. Yeah, somebody. Maybe it was like Kristen or someone. I don't know. But I got David Lynch coffee. I tried it. And it's pretty all right. Well, t- explain it to me. Well, the thing is, I'm a dark roast coffee person. I like dark roast, like French roast, Italian roast, whatever, whatever it is. I want like a darker roast. This is more of like a medium to light roast. The lighter mm. roasts are very like vibrant and fruity and acidic and so sometimes they're a little too like you know uh but this one it's not too acidic but it's the it's a nice blend so i mean it's not a bad coffee i enjoy drinking it uh but would i buy it again no here's so i discovered looking this up by the way there's an online website you bought it at a store correct yeah, they had it at Whole Foods. It was like a big deal he's doing with Whole Foods or something. Sure. So, besides the website here saying, I drink coffee when I work. Not only is the flavor great, but I like to think there's good ideas in every bag. David Lynch. Um, <laughs> also, apparently, there's more than one variety. Oh, is there? So, there's David Lynch Organic Espresso. There's David Lynch House Blend. And as far as I can tell, there's also a David Lynch 30th. An- oh, I think it might be sold out. There was a mm. 30th anniversary Twin Peaks oh. blend. It's uh... and it looks like that might be sold out. But uh, as far as I can tell, there's a house blend, and I think that they is got the house blend. Yeah, that says cocoa bright hazelnut. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And then the espresso. Is rich, luscious chocolate. So maybe mm. the espresso is more your thing. Yeah, the espresso is probably more my style. Yeah, flavor profile light roast. Yeah, I'm looking for that that darker roast. Yeah, this is the David Lynch Signature Cup Organic Espresso. is a blend of Central American and Indonesian beans, roasted deep, dark, oily brown. Hmm. That could be you. Like- it could be that. That coffee was like $13. <laughs> this coffee is thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, definitely more expensive than you should ever yeah. pay for no, coffee. Normally, I go to Trader Joe's and I get the big-ass can of like for organic French roast. It's like 8 bucks. Mm. So I get like two of those for one David Lynch coffee, essentially. So I don't know if I, I don't know, I'm probably going to go back to the old Trader Joe. Um, Ooh, there's another one, the David Lynch Limited Edition Organic House Blend. Cocoa and hazelnut, not light. This, but also this is uh, whole bean, so you have to grind. Oh, it. well, I I do buy the whole bean. I have a grinder and I grind up my beans, so it is fresh. Also, not you're probably saying 
you know what? Twelve ounce bags. That's you know, that's all right. But <laughs> what if I wanted a five pound bag of David Lynch <laughs> coffee? That's sixty three dollars and fifty cents right there. Oh my mama mia! <laughs> five pounds. That coffee better coffee. be great coffee. <laughs> that's like you're probably drinking a lot of coffee at that point. Like I'm not even gonna drink it that fast. Yeah, that's. I usually only have two, three cups a day. Usually two. So I don't know. That's I, uh, I discovered this company has teas, and I wanted to see if they had a David Lynch tea. I don't think he drinks teas. So probably not. Oh, my God. They have the espresso makers that they have, the Airpresso coffee maker. They, <laughs> I <laughs> The... There's a there's a lot of different style of coffee I find. Yeah. And I always think it's very funny, you know, like French press or a pour over things like that. Mm. What is your favorite? I'm very curious cuz you're you're a better coffee connoisseur than me. I'm like, "Oh, coffee, I'll drink it." And you're like, "Well, actually, there's 18 varietals of bean." <laughs> like, what well, is your vibe? What is your coffee vibe? My main vibe is as long as you buy the whole bean and you grind it there, that's all I care about. Like, when you have a grounded coffee, like, a lot of times when you grind the beans, like, that's when it's most flavorful. So that's when you want to drink it. But if you've already ground the beans and you put it in a bag and it gets air and oxygen hitting it, then it's going to lose a lot of that flavor and taste kind of eh. Um, especially when you're drinking it black because you taste everything. So... I always go for the whole bean grind it myself. In terms of, like, the actual ways... You do it, like the French press and the drip and the blah, blah, blah. It, to me, it doesn't really matter. Like, maybe, like, a super connoisseur it does, but, like, to me, I'm like, eh. If you lined up, like, five different coffees brewed different ways, maybe I could tell apart, like, one or two of them, but I don't know. I just, I have my coffee drip machine, and that's good enough. When you're using a filter. Yeah. How many scoops, per se, do you put inside that filter? Because I know that's a huge deal. Uh, some people do, like, one scoop. And I'm always like, well, that seems like very little coffee. Um, yeah. What, do you, what, is your, what is your ideal scoop? Well, normally I do it by bean count. So I pour the same amount of beans in the grinder thing. So I'm always like, oh, there it is. And then I grind it, and it always comes out to, this, to like the same amount. But I think it's well, what about... What would you consider that to be? What do you consider that the maybe, perfect bean amount? Maybe like a little over two. Two beans? No, like two two scoops of the grounded beans. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah, like, not what? two scoops of beans. No, 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 no. So like, uh, it also depends how much water you're putting in. But usually I make like three it's like two to three cups and then i just put in like it's probably like two to two and a half i think that's what it comes out so yeah i don't know it's about that yeah i think one is too little what is the best coffee you've ever had um clearly you're a man who knows his coffee because i i think i you explained to me the best wine you've ever had yeah i don't know if you did on the podcast or just when we were in person yeah, and we were drinking wine, and you were complaining <laughs> that this wine was not as good as the best wine I've ever had. Oh yeah. But what is the what is the best coffee you've ever had? I'd say the best coffee I ever had was uh, I remember in England I had pretty good coffee, like some little bistro thing. That's probably because they gave you an americano, which is literally just espresso and lots of water. No, it wasn't that. I can tell. 
<laughs> I've gotten Americanos and I'm like, ugh, it's water. Yeah. I hate it. Uh, they gave me, no, I remember because I got it and I got like an almond croissant there. And Ooh. I remember because they, I was like, I want just a black coffee. And they're like, this is our coffee of the day. And I was like, great. And they did a pour over. And Ooh. then they gave me a little cup and I sat on a bench like a European hipster and was like, oh, yes. And drank it. And it was a good time. Uh, uh, that was pretty good. But I feel like part of it was just the experience tying into right. the coffee tasting. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. I will also say mine is probably the same. The best coffee I ever had was sitting on a bench overlooking the ocean in Hawaii. Huh. It was good coffee. It was like uh, some sort of – I don't want to say it was a – I don't want to. I don't. What would it? I don't want to say it was a macadamia nut coffee, but it was like something, some some type of you know from the island coffee, and right. uh, it was very good. It clearly was very very fresh. So yeah. I think maybe that was part of it as well. Like they got it that morning or some nonsense, mm-hmm. and so it hit the spot. I was like, ooh, oh. that does not deserve any addition to it. I will say. When I get my Starbucks reserve coffees, right? This one, I'll link it to you. That one is the Brazil Latin American blend, and it is probably my favorite one. It's very good. Smooth and bold. Yeah. I love that one. It's probably, if I had to get a Starbucks coffee, that one is what I'd get every time. You know what's crazy? So, I keep all these things, I keep seeing um, uh, next to them, the... Uh, French press, right? Which I think is like the new hotness when it comes to coffee, yeah. right? And I will say I too have a French press, but here's the problem. I'm always reminded every time I see a French press, be it in pictures or at a restaurant, that the fact that I have owned in my life four French presses and every single one has been broken by an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in my life, I've dated a girl who has Broken a French press of mine trying to use the French press. <laughs> Be it they, it shattered on the countertop or it broke trying to be washed. Repeatedly. Four times. It makes me wonder, like, <laughs> should I ever allow anyone I date to ever touch my French press? Like, I feel like they're too fragile for most people to handle. I mean, apparently. Or you're just buying some French fragile French presses. I mean, that's probably true. I'm not forking over a ton of cash for a French press. <laughs> yeah. Paying like, you know, 19 bucks for a French press, which I think is still too much money, but whatever. <laughs> I just feel like there, there's not a lot to them, right? It's a little glass container, a lid, and then a push-down thingy. The problem is, yeah. is that there's like pressure involved, right? So right. if you do it incorrectly, I can see how it can easily break. But I just, without fail, hilariously, four different X's, four different French presses. Every time I have to have the conversation of like, all right, this is how you use a French press. <laughs> like, clearly, I like didn't, you know, we didn't have this talk about this piece of machinery that we have to learn to use together. But all right. And I'm just saying, I wonder if that has something to do with it. Right. Maybe we, we didn't work out because, you know, the little things. <laughs> it all adds up. It all adds up over the years. Every little thing adds up. <laughs> um, see, I did that. Oh my god, I almost forgot. I was. I tried the uh, McDonald's spicy nuggets. Everyone was talking about them this week. What do you think? 
They're pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I've had yeah. I've had um I've had the Wendy's spicy nuggets. And they're spicier than Wendy's. I would rather have the McDonald's ones than the Wendy's ones. Interesting. But here's the thing. For normal people, you know, knock yourself out. For me, uh three hours later, it's Heartburn City. So Ooh. I won't be doing that again. <laughs> but I did I, I enjoyed eating them during the time I ate them. Interesting. I, uh, yeah, I, the only reason why I know that they exist is because earlier this week I was on a call with a friend who was like, oh, my nuggets just showed up. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I ordered chicken nuggets from McDonald's through DoorDash. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're the new spicing nuggets. I'm like, what? You ordered <laughs> McDonald's DoorDash? Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm like, what? I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> Never would have known. <laughs> it's, uh, man, like, I've seen people being like, I'm going to free, I'm freezing like a hundred spicy McNuggets to eat them all day, every day. I'm just like, why? What? what? <laughs> yeah. I've seen like at least three people that have freezers full of spicy nuggets. Those people are crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's people just freezing them so they can keep eating them. I'm telling you, dude. Spicy millions. Can you freeze and reheat McDonald's? I have eight cases of spicy nuggets. Eight cases? Wait, how'd they get cases? I don't know. I'm telling you, people are crazy for these spicy McNuggets. I hate that. I hate this is... What an American thing. <laughs> Just be like, I need my McNuggets. <laughs> Spicier the better. Uh, what an absolutely ludicrous thing to be obsessed over. Well, people get very obsessed over like, sp like spicy fast food items. I don't know what it. I think it's just the spice. People want that spice. But it, the the thing is, like, you can get so many spicier things anywhere else. You yes yes. It's not even. <laughs> I guess I haven't had them, so I don't. I can't judge. <laughs> That's true. But I feel like they're not worth buying cases. I I, I don't know. I don't I don't This person it. said gonna go get forty spicy McNuggets. This person said bought eighty spicy McNuggets to hit the minimum delivery fee. <laughs> like a lot of people are just ordering a bunch so they can get them delivered, I think. That's so weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Listen, I don't get it. All right. Maybe if I didn't get, even if I didn't get heartburn from him, I'd still be like, I'm, I don't think I want to keep eating all these spicy McNuggets. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know who these people are, but uh, I'm glad they found something they enjoy. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. If it was that easy, I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy they found love in their life. <laughs> Not many people do. Not many people do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know what? Well, let's just have your fun, you know? Yeah. Um, Enjoy. Who am I to judge? <laughs> uh, let's see. I wrote down. Oh, that reminds me of uh, a thing I was listening. There was one thing. It was like a podcast or something of these people talking about Disney adults. And they're like criticizing adults that go to Disneyland. Were and they I, themselves adults? Yes. Have they been to Disneyland? 
I don't know. But in the podcast, they were like, it's very childish to go to Disneyland and like kids are trying to wait up to go on the rides and the adults are going on the rides and stuff. But in the same podcast, the guy's like, oh, well, it's okay if you go to like Marvel and Comic-Cons and stuff. And like, I go to Pokemon conventions and I'm like, you can't just say that and be like, well, these things are okay, but this thing is not because I said so. That is pretty hypocritical to be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, look, look, I enjoy some things that a child might like, but, you know, Disney's different. Get out of the way of those kids so they can go meet Mickey. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's like, there's plenty of people who go to Disneyland, even like, I was reading stories and comments from the thing, they were like, my like father was like from, I don't know, it was like a, a different country and he came to America and he worked hard and he, want, he just wanted to go to Disneyland and then he got to sure. do it and he was very happy. Like, there's adults that want to go to Disneyland all the time. I took, I've taken my mom to, my mom was like, let's go to Disney. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So I took my mom to Disney. I'm like, <laughs> I'm her child. Can I not yeah. go on rides? That's what I'm saying. Like when you, when it boils down to it, adults are just big kids and sometimes you grow up and you like watching Disney stuff and then you get old and you still like Disney stuff. And you're like, I want to go say hi to Eeyore and you go say hi to him and it's a great day. Yeah. In fact, there's some things at Disney you can only truly enjoy as an adult. <laughs> That's true. I mean, let's be real. There's some things there where you're like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. When they break out the alcohol in some places, you feel great. <laughs> like I'm going to get drunk and then go ride on a roller coaster. Yeah, I am. It was like the time when we went and then you had the the wee blueberries and we went on the haunted <laughs> we went on the haunted mansion but it was like the Halloween version so it was the nightmare before Christmas and I remember yeah. just being like whoa this is a nightmare <laughs> before Christmas <laughs> no comment the only time I've ever done everything at Disney is when it was uh. Some people at the office's birthday, and we paid to have a guide guide us, and oh yeah, took that us was, around. That was when we were there. Yeah, yeah, took us around. And we literally just did everything. Yeah, that was great. That was so much fun. That was uh, we we just cut every line. Oh man, that, yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah, that was the. Uh, oh, that was with TB. That's right. Oh my god, that was a great time. And then, uh, yeah, we, I remember because you go up like the exit line, everyone's like, yeah, you go in the exit. We're like, Hey, everybody. Yeah. You have like your own person that's like there assigned to you. And you know, you just annoy them a little bit, just a little bit (laughs) with your goofs. (laughs) They're like, y'all are so crazy. What do you do? YouTube? They're like, yeah. They're like, wow. That was, uh. I was like, we'd want to go on a. I remember wanting to go on one ride. I'm like, oh, the little little mermaid ride. We have I haven't seen that one. They're like, hey, you know, you probably won't like it. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And then I think we did it. And I was like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, the Little Mermaid ride is notoriously like very boring. <laughs> some of the rides are like actually for like kid kids, right? But, like yeah. some are like for adults and kids, like the Indiana Jones and the Pirates of the Caribbean and all those. Yeah, there's no way you can tell me that the Indiana Jones ride is made for kids. Dude, if I went on that ride as a kid, I probably <laughs> oh would have cried for days. Yeah, I would have been messed up. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, God, boulders coming at you and giant skulls with fire and, like, ghosts and shit. No, man, I would be like, no, 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 thank you. 
<laughs> then you get old, and then you just have a wee blueberry and a drink, and you're like, eh, hey, maybe this will be the end of my pain. <laughs> you're like, oh, no, the boulder missed. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, my God, one time I went with uh, Ted from The Office, and uh, it was his first time ever going to Disneyland, ever. And we all, every ride we went on, something was broken about it. <laughs> So and so, for example, Indiana Jones, no boulder showed up. So is Indy like, get out of here? There's nothing to run from. <laughs> On Pirates of the Caribbean, when um, Davy Jones shows up in the mist, nothing was there. It was just a voice and like going through a waterfall. And we're like, what? Uh, every ride, every ride, something was wrong. We went on the Tower of Terror. You know how? I guess maybe you don't. In the new one, it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Rocket Raccoon talks to you at the beginning. Well, in ours, Rocket just never showed up. <laughs> and the ride just, like, started. And we're like, uh, what? Everything was broken. They all worked. Every ride worked. But, like, one thing was broken in every ride. And we're like, Ted, are you cursed? What is happening? That is pretty cursed. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Actually, I filmed that the last trip I was there. I made my vlog of it. If you search yeah, I heard, Disney. I, I, I heard after you went. I, I, I heard after you said you were in L.A. and I had no clue. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> was, I remember uh, when you were here and didn't tell me. Yeah, but then I was like, you want to come here? And you're like, I got work. Well, I did. What a loser. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was... Yeah, I made a vlog. If you search Crendor Disney, you'll find. I put a lot of effort into that. And by a lot, I mean more than I typically do. I don't believe you, but I'll check it out. <laughs> it's very good. And then right after that, everything got shut down. So I'm glad we went. <laughs> yeah, you were the last it was you were the last people there before everything shut down for a whole year. I remember because uh that was right when like they got they found the COVID at the airports. We literally flew from and back oh there. <laughs> they were like O'Hare and John Wayne and I was like, haha, that's where I was. <laughs> and I was like, I, I think it'll be all right. And then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, fun times, great times. Go to Disney. Doesn't matter if you're a kid or an adult or, uh, you know, just just have fun. Do things that are fun. Well, speaking of fun, doing things that are fun, this is the transition. Get ready. Ooh. Smelling good can be fun, I think. I think, uh, you know what? That's what I feel. It's more right. fun than smelling bad. That's true. <laughs> and Hawthorne can help you do that. Gentlemen out there, let me ask you a question. How did you get your first cologne? I would wager that most of us, our first cologne experience was someone thought something would smell good on us. But have you ever really taken the time to figure out what you like on you? Maybe you're just used to the scent you have. Maybe you're just used to the cologne you've been wearing for so long. Well, now you can find what is actually your scent. The scent that you love, that you want to put on every day, that expresses who you are. And that is exactly what Hawthorne does. Hawthorne has an amazing quiz when you go to their website. They'll ask you some questions, everything from, you know, what you had for breakfast to what you like to drink or what other uh, products you use on your body. And all of the questions they ask you eventually will give you two cents, one for work and one for play, that are best for you. 
and trust me when I say they nail it. It's very, very good. Uh, I have right now, I have a work and play scent, and then I have a play summer scent, which is like a little more festive, <laughs> and I, I love that one too. And I think if you answer honestly, they're going to get you too, because that's how it works. You're creating a personalized product for yourself. They also have deodorant, shampoo, body wash, face cleanser, lotion, all of these things you can get if you just take a quick two-minute quiz and Hawthorne will do the rest. It's totally risk-free, free shipping, free returns. All you have to do is give it a shot. Go over to Hawthorne.co, that's Hawthorne with an E, and use promo code COX10 to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code COX. Try it out. Trust me. You will love it. Also today, we're brought to you by Harry's. If you are one of the many, many, many men who shave, unlike me, <laughs> who has had this beard for way too long, but if you are like my dad and you are like every other one of my friends who shave, I can tell you right now, that Harry's 100% is the best deal when it comes to shaving. They have the most high quality, sharpest blades that are unlike any other razor company because they're not charging you an arm and a leg to use the product. And one of the things I consistently hear is how they give such a smooth, consistent shave. And I know that uh, that is huge for people who shave every day. And that comes from the sharpness, right? The blades are so sharp that in a study, Guys who shave four times a week reported that after eight shaves, it was still just as smooth as their very first shave. That's because it's a high quality product. They own the German factory that makes the razor blades and has done so for a hundred years. They source all their steel from Sweden and own the entire manufacturing project from R&D to the factory floor. They can keep the prices low and they offer a 100% satisfaction guaranteed on harrys.com. But also... I guess now Harry's is coming to a local drugstore or a grocery store or big box store near you. But if you want the deal, my friends, you want to go to harrys.com slash cox. If you're a new customer, you can redeem a Harry's trial set at that website, harrys.com slash cox. You get a five blade razor featuring newer, sharper blades, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go. All you gotta do to redeem your trial offer is go to harrys.com slash cox. All right, Crendor, let's go to chapter number seven. This guy with Crendor as a driver of the Oh boy, traffic out there. There's cars, there's planes, there's trains, there's automobiles, but I'll tell you what they don't have. The number seven, which is finally what David Lynch pulled after weeks of doing numbers of the day. Uh, it was a huge day. I was very excited. And uh, finally, he's pulled every number out of that jar. Uh, but he's still going, so I don't, I don't know when he's going to stop. But uh, that's essentially the, the traffic of the jar balls. Back to you. Do you think it's going to end up being like a... What's that number? You know, like the, the mythical number? I think it's going to end up being something crazy in the end. Oh, it definitely has to be. I'm There's trying no to think doubt. what that's called. You know, like in the Da Vinci Code, like one of those things where it's <laughs> oh, like yeah. a number that is like the God particle, right? Is it going to yeah. be something wild? 
<laughs> I mean, it's David Lynch, so it it's got to be wild. If it's not or wild, or is he just doing it because it's absurd, like the absurdity of it? That could also be. You think it's crazy, but really, he's just doing it to see until people start cracking and being like, "I just don't know what it's about." That's the number, right? One. Yeah. yeah, it could be any of those things. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. All right, let's go to the weather. Weather time. Um, so, let's see. We got any suggestions for weather today? Um, the top comment on YouTube is my home country, Luxembourg, because why report on a city when you can do it just as easily for an entire country? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> let's do it. Sure. Why not? Luxembourg. Luxembourg, 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 Luxembourg is what it says. <laughs> so nice, they named it thrice. Thrice. Uh, I'll let Wappy do it. Wappy activated. Luxembourg, Luxembourg, Luxembourg weather. 47 degrees. Fahrenheit, cloudy, 5% chance of rain. Today's forecast. 47 feels like 54 high 54 <laughs> low 50 humidity 93% pressure 29.81 inches visibility 10 miles wind 3 miles per hour 10 day Tuesday 62 uh -huh. degrees a.m. rain oh wait forgot Monday <laughs> Monday, cloudy skies with periods of rain. This afternoon, high around 55 winds south at 5 to 10 miles per hour chance of rain. rain. 80%. Wednesday, 65 light rain. Thursday, 58 light rain. Friday, 56 rain. rain. Saturday, 57 rain. Sunday, rain. Monday, rain. Tuesday, rain. Wednesday, rain. Thursday, rain. Friday, rain. Saturday, rain. Rain, 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 rain. It's not even broken. It's rain every day. That sounds like the refrain of a, like a like a late 90s rap song. Instead of rain, <laughs> though, where it's like R-A-I-N, it's sort of like rain like a king. And I imagine the rap song clearly has something to do with like raining over the strip club and it's like monday rain tuesday rain thursday what you know and like there's like someone in the back like luxembourg 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 <laughs> yeah rain, we like to do it rain, in the bird rain, rain 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 you need that you need the whoppy rain voice i don't know if you've heard yeah oh my god i like booties in luxembourg rain 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 Luxembourg, Tuesday. Luxembourg, Luxembourg, Luxembourg. <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. Yo, those winds hitting that five to ten miles an hour. Do they even use <laughs> miles per hour and like? I don't think they do. I think it would be <laughs> kilometers. Fahrenheit. You can convert the Fahrenheit's. Yeah, you can, you can do it yourself. <laughs> you can You're smarter it. than us. You'll figure it out. <laughs> that's your puzzle of the day. Uh, <laughs> and that's the weather. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Boy, we got some big sports news today. Uh, first off, over in the NBA, we've got an NBA final. It's the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. 
uh, competing in the finals there. Over in the NHL, Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay up 3-2 on the Stars, trying to close it out, but the Stars not going away, and I believe the Tampa, Tampa Bay's best player, Stamkos, is out for the rest of the Stanley Cup final. Uh-oh, what Uh-oh. could happen? Uh-oh. Um, over in baseball, the playoffs are about to begin. Final regular season games were today, so the playoffs are as follows. The Rays taking on the Jays. The Indians taking on the Yankees. The Twins and the Astros. The Athletics and the White Sox. The Dodgers and the Brewers. The Padres and the Cardinals. The Cubs and the Marlins. And the Braves and the Reds. Uh, and all these games are a best of three. So this is going to be a wacky-ass baseball playoff. <laughs> and then that'll go to the best of five. And then the best seven, best seven. I, for uh, one, welcome a baseball season this short. I think if they I could do this too. every year, I'd be happier. <laughs> I might actually watch. Yeah, honestly, I think it was it was a pretty fitting schedule. It felt like everything was fine. Yeah, it felt like uh, everything mattered, and it wasn't like game 265 <laughs> of the regular season. And then they play like 175 games, right? and then it goes down to like, and here's the best of five. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like, at least for the best of three, you're like, well, I guess we only played like 60-something games, so all right. Right? At least, yeah. it, at least it felt like it mattered a little bit instead of like, all right, Coming up to bat for his 9,000th time this season. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, we got, we got to see who the best teams were. If you're not, not going to be good in, like, 60-something games, you're probably not good. You're absolutely right. <laughs> if it takes you longer than 60 games to find your streak, eh, that's a problem. Yeah. There's going to be someone like, well, the 1997 Houston Astros. All right, there's, like, some random anomalies in there, but the vast majority is whatever. <laughs> Uh, You're right. <laughs> Sports fans would definitely be that. Well, actually, well, in actually, 1976, the, the Padres. The like, Houston Astros came back after the All-Star break to win 40 games straight. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> um, so cool. So cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, then we had football. Football, football, football. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Houston Texans 28-21. Yo. Ooh, the Bengals and the Eagles tied. That's right. How do you know your team's bad when you're tying the Bengals? Oh, yeah. That's that's not good. Uh, The Giants lost to the beat-up 49ers. 49ers had, like, their backup quarterback and backup players and still crushed them. Uh, The Patriots beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Somehow, someway, the Patriots still good. (laughs) I know the way. It involves (laughs) cheating. Yep, probably. Uh, The Titans beat the Vikings 31-30. The Cleveland Browns beat the Washington football team 34-20. to uh, And the Browns, I believe, had their first winning record in years. <laughs> They're 2-1 and one now. I'm uh, so... You know what? I don't like this. I'm so upset <laughs> that we're giving them hope. I don't like this. No I hope. saw a video. <laughs> I don't know. Do the Browns lose their first game? Yes. They lost to the Ravens, who are probably the best team in the AFC. Well, the Ravens were the Browns at one point. If we're That's being true, real. yes. But uh, the I saw a video after their first game. I, I think it might have been that. It was like uh, it was I guess the loss mm-hmm. uh, since they're two and one, and it was people coming out of the game, and this guy was like, "Good team, Browns!" Like <laughs> threw his jersey on the ground. He's like, <laughs> "We're never gonna win." <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, a Cleveland fan." <laughs> oh yeah. If you're just being in Ohio in general, <laughs> uh, 
then uh man and speaking of sadness they beat the washington football team who are one and two and tied in first place in the nfc oh my East god with the dallas cowboys at one and two uh, wow. and the eagles now oh two and one and the giants oh and three so the nfc east looking like they're probably the worst division in maybe sports <laughs> Uh, in all of sport, in all of sport, in the NFC West, the Seahawks are three and zero, and the Cardinals, Rams, and 49ers are all two and one. So all those teams could be in first place in the NFC East if they wanted. Uh, other games that happened: Buffalo beat the Rams to go to three and zero. First place, Buffalo. Wow. Um, they actually have a quarterback now. It's great. The Bills uh, putting in work. Yeah. The Bears somehow beat the Falcons, who blew a 20-point lead for the second straight week, just like they did uh, in the Super Bowl three years ago. Burst, 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 burst. I hate it because they're tied with the Packers, but they're not good. They're a bad team. Uh, and the Panthers beat the Chargers. The Colts destroyed the Jets, who are probably the worst team in football. The Seahawks beat the Cowboys. The Buccaneer Bradys beat the Broncos. The Lions beat the Cardinals. And the Packers beat the New Orleans Saints tonight. Great game. Watched it. And the Packers still 3-0. and I'm loving it. Packers head coach is 16-3 and since taking over last year. Uh, and then in but sad news. Uh, no, but we got a game away in his first year. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, but the big news I know everybody's waiting for, where's the Minshew? He lost on Thursday night 31-13 to in the Miami Dolphins. You know what? That was all his team's fault. It was. He he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Honestly, his, the defense was bad. Uh, he had yeah, he James, wasn't on the defense. The points weren't scored against him. Yeah. He went 30 of 42, 275 yards and an interception. So, really, he yeah. only made, like, one bad play. It's everyone a, it's, else, though. Everyone else let him down. Yeah. Come on, team. Come Pick on. It up. If we got to trade him to a better team, so be it. Yeah. Minshew is going to be the next big thing and we're getting on the ground floor exactly he needs to go to a team that respects him like the mm -hmm. washington football team <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly exactly uh, that's sports all right Crender, what's our big news story of the day <laughs> big news story of the day of the day of the day uh-huh Man driving stolen construction machinery in Keys tells deputies, I like it. What? 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 <laughs> a man stopped by sheriff deputies in the Florida Keys for driving a stolen construction vehicle on US-1 told them he was operating the machinery because, quote, I like it. I mean, if there's ever a reason to do anything, it's a good one. <laughs> he was... Uh, Christopher Paul Hawkins, 35, was driving heavy machinery with no lights on with a Mon wait when a Monroe County Sheriff's deputy pulled him over at 1.35 a.m. Wednesday southbound on US-1, near mile marker 30. When the deputy approached the driver inside the construction vehicle, he recognized Hawkins as someone he had seen walking just moments before along the same road. The deputy also thought the construction equipment looked familiar, too. He was right. They identified the machinery as a Lee Boy 685B grader, which is part of a road construction project underway a few hundred feet from where he was stopped. You know, you know, you know, we have at least one listener is like, who boy, Lee Boy? <laughs> That's the best kind of grader. 
Lee Boy's a great grader, tell you what. <laughs> That's a great grader right there. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkins. Hawkins is like, <laughs> I see why it stole it. That's a good ass grader. I've seen a few graders in my day, but a 685B ain't getting beat. <laughs> Lee Boy, 685B, can't beat that. Uh, Hawkins also denied driving the machinery. And he appeared to be intoxicated. <laughs> ah, that all checks out as well. <laughs> he had trouble standing. He stated he didn't remember how much he had to drink, but that his pickup truck was parked at a bar on Little Torch Key. The deputy walked to the construction site where he saw a path left by the vehicle and noted that when Hawkins took the grader, he damaged the sidewalk and the roadway. A company that owns the vehicle was called. They stated the grader was valued at 120000 and Hawkins was taken to jail. <laughs> That's a lot I of I hope damage. that ride was worth it. That is. It wasn't. Well, it could have been for him. Maybe it was. Maybe that was a million dollar ride for him. And he's like, dude, only 120000 That was worth it. I've always wanted to drive a, a grader. <laughs> um, there's also this other story on a similar note. Man accused of breaking into Brewers Stadium takes tractor joyride. Everyone's riding machinery. <laughs> what is happening? I think people are just bored. I think people are stuck inside <laughs> so. and just bored. Uh, breaking and entering and riding a tractor, Keon Lambert was charged with a felony count of criminal damage to property and misdemeanor disorderly conduct in June after he was accused of breaking into the Brewers Miller Park in Milwaukee and taking a joyride on a tractor. A criminal complaint details how the 40-year-old Lambert tried to carve his name in cursive on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing <laughs> that's pretty great uh the damage for the offense offense amounted to forty thousand. hey that's three times less uh they said and obtained footage of lambert on the tractor digging holes in the grass and dirt before milwaukee resident ran the bases backwards to complete his destructive escapade he bad news bears that thing amazing he did amazing um and those are those are the two stories I got. <laughs> the two most important stories of the week, obviously. Yes, no doubt. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for us. Thanks so much for listening or watching or however you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit them with the socials. We got so many socials. You got YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. Watch all the animations over there. You just add the podcast onto it. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. You'll find all the podcasts. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. We're everywhere or most places. Uh, also, comment, like, subscribe, hit the bell, watch old episodes, share with your friends, family, dog, cat, Luxembourgians, and whoever else. Also, uh, check out our main stuff. We got YouTube.com slash JessCox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch.tv slash JessCox, Twitch.tv slash Crendor, Facebook.com slash Facebook, Twitter.com slash JessCox, Twitter.com Do you think they're called Luxembourgers? And if so, are they delicious? There's got to be a Luxemburger in Luxembourg, but I don't know if the citizens are called it or if there's a bar that just serves Luxembourgers. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I now <laughs> need to go to Luxembourg. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for us. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. And as always, boy, to be continued. <laughs>